Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, non-binary folk, welcome back to Too Late You Talk Too Much, the show where we talk too much and it's absolutely okay. Um, this is a very special episode. On this episode, I actually have my first guest, which is something I've, I've been contemplating, you know, to say how much further could we take um, these conversations, these thoughts, if I bring sort of um, similar-minded folk and just have a conversation with them. And, you know, uh, so this was interesting. It was a fun experience for me. I had a great time uh, talking to this guy. I have Sima, Sima Ngaliso, um, on the podcast. He's a he's a stand-up comedian. He's, you know, he's, he's a lot of things. He'll introduce himself, um, you'll hear, on, on, uh, on the show when I start playing it. And it was an interesting one because... I've obviously met Sima a couple of times, like in the scene, in the uh, comedy industry scene. But him and I have never like sat down and had like a, a deep conversation where we really just understand each other. And I try to figure out what is about and, uh, you know, get his thoughts and all that, which is really what I'm using this podcast for. <laughs> it's just for my own selfish reasons, for me to talk to people that I find interesting you know people that i've maybe bumped into people that maybe i've worked with but i've never really sat down and talked to them and and maybe even become friends with them you know um so it it was the case with sima where we would see each other around i actually met him the first time last year and we talk a bit about that on the on the on the on the show i met him last year and he was doing a show and I asked him if I could get on the show and then he put me on the show and you know I did well and that is actually the show that led to me that led to uh, Rob Van Furen sending me a message on Instagram inviting me to come open for him um, for his show which was a huge deal it was one of the biggest highlights um, in my comedy career and that led to a lot of other things the following months which built my confidence which you know built my skills which exposed me to to bigger things in comedy so that i can dream more so that i know what's possible because i think when you're still in the open mic phase as a comedian sometimes you struggle to know what's possible what's in front of you right here in your backyard here in south africa not just things you see on netflix you know so it's important for you to get exposed to these things where you're like oh there's another comedian that is here from the place i'm from and they're doing things on this scale and this is what it looks like and maybe you get close enough on that stage to be like oh this is what it feels like so i got a taste of that and and it's really been it put gas you know on my tank and i've been running on that i still am and of course there's been a lot of other things um up until now that keep gassing me up but that was one of the first big things that happened to me in comedy that validated me and sort of shook the imposter syndrome a bit so i'm forever grateful to sima with that and you know he's one of those guys that has always given me advice like elaborate advice like the first time he gave me advice i hadn't even asked for it not because because I, I didn't even think he would like people don't do that a lot so and he gave me advice he gave me specifics he told me what was shit about my set he told me what was good about my set and i was able to fix that and tweak that and make that better to make me a better comedian you know which is invaluable so i always appreciate this dude 
uh, we sat down, we had a nice chat. And, you know, I, I was surprised by him in a lot of ways. There's a lot of things I didn't know about him. Like, I didn't know that you'll see on the conversation that he's like a, a very fundamentalist Christian, you know. And But he's also very aware of he, how he presents himself. And, you know, he's, he doesn't want to be put in that box of, okay, no, I have these opinions. They're just the ramblings of a religious man. Just the ramblings of a... He's very aware of that. He's a very smart dude. Um, you know, so but it was just a very interesting, um, surprising thing because I didn't know that it was like a and I mean, it makes sense. He's a very loving guy, he's a very sweet guy, you know, very kind guy. Um, I just didn't know that religious aspect of him, um, in a very fundamentalist way, like so. Um, goes to show you never really know people, people will surprise you, and you know, this was a good surprise, it was a pleasant interesting surprise so i uh, hope you guys enjoy the show uh, you can rate it on spotify uh, and give a review if you're listening on apple podcast uh, i'll see you on the next show and here's my conversation with sima enjoy uh, a comedian a uh uh, well, like I said, I was trying to avoid Father, introducing you. Husband. Yeah, I want you to say because because I wanna see how you rank those things and how they come together Ooh. to make you as the person. So I was still asking, how would you define yourself? What makes Simsima Simsima? I keep saying Simsima because I spoke to you first from Instagram. And that's your Instagram that's name. Nice Do you are you is that your name? Your stage name, Simsima. <laughs> That's the or just Sima. Now my Instagram name has changed to my your full ID. Oh, is that growing up? Now you want to be Sima Ali, so I don't know. I just thought Sima the comedian or Sim Sima it was just to fit in and mm. a lot of those things. So when you, because I'm always trying to discover, you know, what am I doing, man? Like, why are we doing all these things? Yeah. So the more I ask myself those questions, and I figure out. Some things are like, yeah, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. You know, a lot of things are, are really not necessary. And then you change, you evolve, you become this person, you become more aware of what you're doing, your surroundings, who you come across. Mm. And you start appreciating small little things. <clears throat> Where am I now? I think certain things... First of all, I'm going to try accommodate the non-religious people. Okay, wrong. <laughs> and religious people. Cool, but just be yourself. If you want to go hard on that, go hard on that. The uh, reason why I said I'm going to try accommodate because everybody's entitled to their own belief. Yeah. Respect whatever you believe. Even if I believe in God, I'll still love you. So you are, what, from belief, you are Christian. What do you mean by no, God? Christian, Muslim? I don't want to... Christianity is now looked at differently nowadays. Mm. So I think twice before confirming that I'm a Christian because of what Christianity is. But what does it mean to you? The original Christianity definition, according to Google, it's followers or believers of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, I can take that definition because it's the original definition. But what Christianity has turned into nowadays, it's not really attractive. Uh, so, but I, I like to say I do believe in God. 
Okay. Yeah. But but when you say God, I want to know in the Christian way, like in, in Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because there are obviously so many gods. Yeah. Only, uh, one true God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, how do I introduce myself? I, I'd say, I think to summarize it, I'll say, I'm a lover of people. Mm. Through the books that I read, when I, you know, do some introspection on life and everything, I'll just say, I think it's way much more better to summarize it, like, just love people. Just yeah. Love uh, love everybody you you, you come at. Just in case they make it in life. At least you can say, ah, oh, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Love people for selfish reason. If you don't take away any uh anything from this, take that. Uh, I normally just throw it in because it's kinda true. Yeah. Uh, you know, because you never know. <laughs> true. I mean true, you never know. Especially in the uh, comedy industry. I never look things happen fast because you can just come and say, "Yeah, you're an open mic. No, I wanna try comedy." And if you've been in the game for a long time, I, that's, I don't wanna mention any names. And then you see an open mic, you just say, "Ah, it's nothing." But let's go out in the real world. You might find that open mic is probably doing better hey. than in life. We just met in a different sector, so hence I can never like maybe that this guy is is a. It's part of a movie director. It's got connection to Netflix. Oh, yeah. He just wants yeah. to try stand-up Just comedy is new, but it's already established in his you industry. And you like, yo, I'm the yeah, No, no, come back later. And then yeah. I meet you. I'm like, yo, man, I greet you. Like, I've known you for a while. And then I love you. I'm like, yeah, you want a spot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, then you just warm up to me. And then three months down, like, yo, man, see my, I've got a thing for you. Yeah. Not that I do it for that, but even if you don't. I understand. I yeah. want you at least... For first time to meet, for you to always remember my first time. Because kind of, I know where I'm going. So in a few years' time, you might actually remember and cherish that. And if you meet me again, when I'm like, you know, much more big and famous, I'll still gre- I'll greet you the same way. Yeah. I'll greet you the same way. But people also at the same time can get tiring. I think, I think that's what um, also stuck with me. Because what was different about you, like when I first spoke to you the first time, in the comedy industry, it's very stingy. Compliments are very stingy in the comedy. Even if OGs compliment People you, are jealous. it's yeah, always insecure. No, but I, I don't even know. I mean that too, but I don't even want to take it there. But even before that, you do get a nod from what you are like, ah, good set. It's but it's never like a full. Okay, let's break it. This is what was good with what. This is what was. You don't get that a lot. Where else? It was so when we um, did the thing at Zapata and the following day, just to run, I wasn't even expecting it. I was at work. It was during the day. You sent me a voice note where you were like, dude, because I was still in the beginning, 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 the yeah. one of my first few. You were like, dude, yesterday you were good. This is the good things that you did. But also you need to change. And I think I was on my way. Um, I think later that month I was going to do the thing with Rob, of which I took that. I needed that advice because you were like, dude, yeah. How you handle your mic is shit, number one. How you, the pacing. And I yeah. changed, I mean, my pacing has changed since then. If if yeah. you realize now, it's been different since then. So it's very tangible advice that I got that you took time to watch me and not just say, good set. or I, yeah, it's very, I don't But know. break down the whole thing for me, which is not something you get. I'm sure there's people who have been in the industry for three, four years and they've yeah. never gotten that Probably. properly where someone... I also get that. 
Because yeah. I could see probably my first time in you, like, oh, I did the same thing. And yeah. uh, who told me that? I don't remember who told me, but I wish I could remember. Uh, oh, I don't know if it was an ex-girlfriend that time. or I don't know. I remember somebody telling me, like, you need to just relax. Oh, I think it was my ex-girlfriend, because I remember we were talking about this. Yeah. Like, learn to enjoy... Learn, learn to make peace with the silence in your stage, like taking time through your jokes. Let them, let them breathe, let them, and then just enjoy. And because I knew I was creative, but for yeah. the creativity to come in, it comes in quietness. When I when I'm calm, I say a joke, they laugh. I let them laugh, and then I just chill and relax. And, and then, that that's a, that's such a hard thing to do because being on stage is the most unnatural thing. It's chaos. It's not yeah. normal to be on stage and people are staring at you. So it's very hard to have calm because it's chaos in your brain. It's like yo, you need these people to validate you too. So to find that yeah. place. So what helped me was I needed to know who I was. Yeah. I think most of these things they're more like internal thing. Mm. Self esteem. Self worth, and just believe in yourself. Like finding who yourself, who you, who you are first before you get on stage. It helps you think because when you can, you can actually stand there and just look to pe- look people in the eye for like a minute, silence, just looking at them. Like, and just like I did it yesterday. Yeah. It's like oh, it's nice looking at you guys. I'm just looking. Like, but it makes them more comfortable also to be like, okay, this guy's a pro. It also makes We're in me good hands. We in yeah. And there's nothing awkward. And then you move on to the next one. You chill. Like there's no pressure. You just but mm. like I said, I think self-esteem and self-worth, you're talking about the compliments. I don't see you as competition. If you're doing well, I'm happy that you're doing well. If Rowan is killing it, I'll say, ah, now I'm not going to get booked because Rowan is doing well. You see it as no. the industry is getting better. There's uh, more it's talent. Because if you do not know your self-worth, that means you actually don't know where you're going. So that means you are kind of insecure that others are doing better than you because you don't have big dreams. So I, I know where I'm going. So And you're going on a different path. Even if we meet we'll a long meet, way, so, yeah. that means there's not going to be one great comic, there'll be two great comics, mm. and which is good anyway. There's there's enough for everybody. Yeah. So that's why I, whenever I see, no, there's space, come. No, do this, do this, do this, let's, let's go, let's, let's, let's do this. Because also, I don't want to get there alone. Yeah. It's, it's going to be, be shit. Like, you're here the, yeah. and everyone, like, no, when I meet you at the gig, you're like, oh, there's two great comics. You know, like, oh, today they're we're coming to see Sima. Oh, no, there's Tula, there's, uh, there's Rowan, you know, mm. there's Gosa. Yeah. I want everybody to be like, when you're there, we're there. So that when you go out, I don't have to pay the bill alone. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, be good to people <laughs> for your own selfish reason. <laughs> That's the recurring lesson. <laughs> when the bill comes down, they're all looking at me yeah. like, ah, come on, niggas. Yeah. No, that's good because that's not the natural instinct of people. I think in most industries, it that's not the instinct to say there's enough for everyone. Especially once again in South Africa where the comedy industry is still a baby. It's still growing. It's still... It there's so limited, especially in Cape Town. Cape Town is a very open mic kind of thing. It's a very open mic. There aren't enough big quality we gigs. Donate talent. Yeah, so people are just... Oh, that's wait. That's interesting. What do you mean with donate talent? I feel like people's talents not that valued in Cape Town or in comedy. In 
com- or comedy because I know more of comedy than yeah other industry. industries. Yeah, man. Oh, but also it is what it is. It's oh, I would turn political. Like my, like my, my, my philosophy goes deep. I don't just look at things. I like I trace it back to like oh the originality. Where where is the source coming from? I, I'm interested in that. Where is the that, source? Um, is is this 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 will go political? This will go yeah. like how humanity is or how humanity has been. How the world is now structured to feed certain people and uh. it's designed. Just so that they can it's thrive. The system that was designed, yeah. and everybody lives by that system. So it's because Rowan I, is like, "Hey, man, I'm poor here with you." <laughs> <laughs> Actually, at the end of the look, yeah, nobody likes someone when when shit. <laughs> you know, if <laughs> even the Bible says that, yeah, a, a broke guy, nobody loves a broke guy. A rich man has many friends. Yeah. So, which means also means if you're doing well, you have many friends. Yeah. If you have a great talent, you have many friends. People see that. Uh, but nobody can see or appreciate you in your starting phase when the plant is still growing. Oh, it's just a plant. People want to see the fruits. Oh, it's not mm. a mango. Oh, we can pick that mango. Oh, look at yeah. that mango. I, I had People to make, make peace with that so early and in a positive way where I'm like, people just need proof of concept. People just need a system personally to there's too much. Like if you go to a a SEMA or a, a Yassin, you want opportunities. I'm sure they get that all the time. So they need a way to filter things out to be like, they can't just take everyone. So they need also, some sort of proof of concept to be like, true. what makes you different? Because with the probability of the industry, chances are you shit and this is not going to work out. Because it's such a, a, like a, a small pool of people that actually, I feel like eventually make it. And not because, like you said, there's enough space, but it's just not having the... Comedy is hard. True. To sustain on a certain level. That's where OGs start stealing jokes. They start... Because you are there, but now you don't have the the thing okay. to keep going. That's hard to sustain. Do yeah. you feel like... Do you feel like... How many years have you been doing this? Minus COVID, I should be on... Wait... When was Rowan? Do you remember when I used to run my gig in Tableview? It's twenty eighteen. Twenty seventeen. Which gig are you talking about? The Blober gig. Doodles. Doodles. Yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was like just before Twenty eighteen. Because it was twenty eighteen to twenty nineteen. Yeah. I remember because I ran it for a year. Then COVID um before that I was doing I think 2016, if not 2016, 2017. It's a long time. But I took it. I actually started comedy in 2013, 2014. Wow. For like a month or two or three. But you can only do, actually, no. Was that before Armchair? No. And then you took a break from stage. Because you are still a comedian. Once the bug gets you, even if you're not going on stage, like I see people disappear for months. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you still are you thinking of bits? You thinking of all of that? Yeah. It's just it's the same thing that happened to me. Uh, after no. I took the, I took a break for like two years, mainly because of like financial reasons. Mm. I was working. There was no Uber back then, I think. And you stayed far. You stayed I stayed in, in table view, and mm. you can only come to armchair. The gig ends at ten eleven. I don't have transport to go home. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, it's, it's not working know, out. Let me. So after two years, I was like, you know what? 
because I couldn't run away from comedy. Comedy was haunting me wherever I am. I was like, yo, I'm funny. I'm killing it. Yeah. So, and that's the most important thing. I think it's that stone cold belief in yourself that you can do this thing. That's what separates the rest from the best. It's that self-belief. To the point where I, I, I'm, I was saying recently, I feel like I've seen the guys that make it are the guys that have a self-belief that is almost delusional. Yeah. Where it seems crazy, where like you're like, stubborn. there's no way this person has enough data to support that, to support their belief. Yeah. But they don't need that data. They just, it's holding on to nothing. Where I'm like, it's is this person convinced. crazy? And they just. Yeah. And, and that's yeah. a powerful thing. Uh, I feel like every time you ask me a question, I take it deep and then we take another avenue and then no, I take it deep that's and then you take another avenue. <laughs> it's how normal until, conversations until, go. I, until yeah. we get lost. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll try to stay surface, but when need be, I, we can we can go deeper to ask the question. But, but uh, <laughs> what, what did you say? What did you say? I think it's on the phone, probably. Oh. Just foreigners first timing <laughs> again. That's what they do. It's also first timing. Somewhere. But uh, defining myself, yeah, I wanna. I just wanna love people because I feel like there's little, very little love going around. So if if I'm to die, I want people to remember me. Oh, Sima used to love niggas. Yeah, Sima. <laughs> Sima used because to love niggas. <laughs> yeah, Pause. that's no, a different we're, turn. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna edit that part. <laughs> yeah, I just wanna I love my love niggas, people, man. Yeah. I, Sima, Sima loves people. I want yes. people to remember for that one thing. Oh, he was great. It is what it could do, but he loved people. What does what does that look like for you? What does because love is such a broad thing for you? What does loving people not not in personal relationships but people in the in the industry whatever people you encounter who you're not necessarily close with what does everybody the same and judge nobody Mm. i'm not gonna judge you whether no matter what you do i'm always gonna look for the best in you it's do you hear that r kelly (laughs) you have a friend in sima to play your music bro (laughs) yeah believe yes I still rock to bump and grind. Oh, not Happy those kind people. of songs. Hey, hey. Oh, hey, it's so dark now when I hear those songs. <laughs> I'm like, nah, they're trapped in the me. closets. I'm Bro, like, Bro, I Kelly, Michael Jackson, shout out. Yeah. I still, I still. Because look, it's not our point. To, yeah, they did what I did. School, if you were in that position, you'd probably done the same. Let's not say no. <laughs> we're all of all probably done the same, man. If they bring kids to your house, yeah, you can't oh, not touch they... them. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Look, yeah. I, oh, yeah, I hear yeah, you. I hear you. <laughs> I don't know about the kids, but <laughs> <laughs> that's Michael Jackson. <laughs> I for, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> It's fine if it's not kids. You can do yeah, it to adults. Yeah, I'm going to put you on the side. Yeah. Yeah. I still love your music, it's man. Yeah. The kids, oh, though, bro. The kids, like, like. The vulnerability is too much. Yeah. Uh, jam, jam. Oh, we can extend the door if you want to come in. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, man. So, I wait, but, but no, I hear you. And then I'm curious on what has been, because you got married, what, Three years ago, no, two years two, ago. Oh, we're going to 20, uh, 2021. Nice. September. Congratulations, man, by the way. And then how is that, how did that, because you were already in, very in, in comedy. 
what was the shift? And I mean, you have a young kid now. Oh, Did yeah. that shift your mentality? Because I haven't like heard um, your one man in it, so I don't know how much you go deep in that oh, story. I'll, I'll answer that about the one man. Yeah. Uh, one man, I'm not pressured at all. Um, nice. <clears throat> I still wanna. I still have that dream. I don't want to struggle to sell tickets to. Really, you want to build a brand? Build a brand, so it's a no-brainer for people to come to my show. Mm. I want to sell out with a tweet, with a post. Having a show, oh, sold out the same day. But is that not the end goal, though? Don't you need to first (sighs) do... Of course, there's niggas struggling more. Not like that, but like, you know. There's three... Obviously, people say you want to start small and build up, build up, build up, build up. True. But who says you cannot also start big? If it hasn't been done, then let me try and be the first one. If it hasn't been done. Yeah. Let me try and be the first. Because that's why I'm not troubled. If nobody else sees it, then I'm great. It makes me feel good. Because if everybody sees what I'm seeing, then it's common. Then it means it's common. It's it's a regular thing. Especially people don't see what I'm seeing. It's perfect because nobody else. I can never see what you see. Yeah, and that makes us human. We're all unique. So it let, what, let, it's what makes you the individual. Let, let me be stubborn about it until I die. Then maybe I hope that dream carries on to somebody else. Maybe to my son to like, no, I want to do what everybody. Else I love can. that. So there's yeah, there's been Samoka has been giving out tenders for one man's. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> I I was impressed. I see this guy. Oh, he's doing well. Oh, even you. Oh, maybe I should do mine. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. Nah, I don't want to. I don't do it that way. Um, okay, I've set goals because I've seen what I can do. I was like, eh, I can reach there, because uh, I know it's wrong to compare, but sometimes you kind of. I mean, because you are in an just industry see, with other people, just to see yeah. where. You, so when I listen to people, I'm like, yeah. and they're big, but yeah, they're doing well. They're killing it. But I'm thinking, this is me and my prime. Yeah. Hey, nah, <laughs> like, yeah. ah, no, I I can do better. I'll kill it times five. Yeah, because I've I've gauged myself. Because I'm sure everybody has a self belief. And and at my prime, I've I've sat down and imagined in the show. I'm listening to those jokes. Because the reason, obviously, they got there, obviously, hard work, consistency, and stuff. But if jokes. I put in the same thing, hard work and consistency, and then. The talent together with yeah. the talent now with my creativity. Hey, I'm I even have a dream of having a one man show full on crowd work like a, one hour, a crowd work just, special. Yeah, just because I saw uh, Andrew Schultz, he did yeah, that. I've, yeah, I've seen, yeah, I think it was the first, maybe. Yeah, uh, dude, it, I've it's, seen, it's and you have that, and I think it's special. I think I told you this before where I was like, most because most of the time I see you, you're hosting and you're doing crowd work that I'm like. This is my written material. This is material that someone writes and you doing it like just straight from your ass in the crowd. And that's impressive. That's a good question. Where does it come from? I just ask myself that. Where do, I'm trying to find out where does that come from. Is it from that calm place you were talking about? Calm place is just... Uh, it's it's in, but for the calmness, cal- the calmness activates. It. Was if you're nervous, if you're unsettled on stage, jokes, hey, they leave. They I know they that. Don't, they don't I'm stay. Yep. So when you're at your 
most quietest times. It creates the environment. It's just a straight. It comes out mm. like like it's natural. But also another feeder is, I have a crazy mind. Like things that goes on in my mind, I don't even trust myself. That's how <laughs> bad it is out there. Yeah, like, I can come up with crazy. I'm like, hey, is this still me? Like, who, who's what's happening? But, but that's those are the creative <clears throat> yeah giants. I have I don't know. I I think of million things at once. But at the same time, I'm also trying to build a brand. Like I have to stay clean. I don't. I've I've kind interesting. Of, I haven't even realized. Is your comedy clean? I'm trying to it think used, about it. It used to be baller and dirty back in the day. I'll say f words. I'll say you know uh, the s word. Yeah, but I've been trying to. Cut Is the it with sex? To, no shit. Oh. <laughs> I've been yeah. trying to cut it off because I thought like maybe if I take the clean brand, I think I can be more acceptable to. Uh, I hear you. To, As an entering point, yeah. and then not entering point. I'm gonna stick by it. Um, okay. Because of. Because I don't want to comedy. I'm a, I'm using comedy. Just to gain a voice in the world. Then mm. once I have a voice in the world, then I want to change the world. So comedy for me is not the end goal. I'm just using it so that people, oh no, we know him. But is it gonna be? Is is it gonna be like a? a is it a kind of a stepping point, or it's always gonna be your the underlying thing that you're doing? Just that on a different, big, world-changing scale. Or you want to be like, okay, I use comedy when I'm popular, I'm changed, I'm a politician, or I'm a whatever, whatever. It's it's always going to be there, because I don't think I can run out. Even if when I'm in politics, like, I'll still throw in a one-man show. I'll still do shows, because... They better be good, because when you're not going around doing stage time, I see big people do that, and I'm like, it's not that... It's not the same. Good. You hear that it's the same brain in that the concepts mm. are, are big and, and smart because you like it is that smart person who used to do the shows, but because they didn't do the working out <clears throat> regularly in shows, it's not landing. I'll probably still work out. I'll probably still hang out in yeah. small clubs, just just being a muscle. Because, yeah, like comedy is a muscle. If you don't exercise, hey, you're going to catch yeah. cramps and it's not going to look good. But, uh, yeah, comedies for me. So it's from the word influence. It's just funny in the past last few years, five years, yeah. inf- the word influence, influencer has, it's now a thing. And us humans, you know, we're like, oh, we're smart. Hey, we, you can now be an influencer. But if you really look at what the so-called influencers are influencing, it's, it's vain stuff, mm. you know. I'll tell you where the word influence came from, from from my research, the originality of influence. She actually came from the Bible, funny enough. Yeah. Influence. Um, maybe let me quote a scripture. Do your thing, Pastor dude. Rowan is coming through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, Genesis, oh, people underestimate Genesis chapter 1, chapter 2, and I think chapter 3. But chapter 1 and chapter 2 are my favorite because it's the foundation. Yeah. Foundation in everything is the most important thing. There's foundation in comedy, there's foundation in relationships, there's foundation in uh, your life, 
foundation, foundation in the house, construction, you know, foundation. Because it lays the base and it's, it comes down to the foundation. Mm. Between a man and a woman, the man is the foundation. He holds the house together. You had it it's, here, folks. Had it here first. <laughs> the man is the leader. So, all you ladies, stop all that bickering <laughs> about. All right. So foundation. Oh, I love talking about relationships, by the way. Um, yeah. So foundation. I would hope so. You're married. Would be weird if you were like, fuck these relationships. <laughs> nah, I, I love. I, I aspire to be a very amazing husband. Nice. Um, foundation. Yeah. Let let us make men in our own image, and let them have dominion over the earth. To me, that's influence. Mm -hmm. Dominion, that's... So dominion is divine. I think from the original Greek word, I forgot what it is. Oh, no, is it radar? Yeah. The original Greek word for dominion, it's let them have radar. I think that's how you pronounce it. Radar which is defined, let them have kingdom, let them have power, let them have control, let them have... I think the word influence is also in there, if I remember. Um, I, I can't use my phone now. Um, that's where the word influence. Let us make men in the in image and let them influence. So let me summarize it. <clears throat> so man was created to dominate earth on behalf of God. Okay. So basically, our whole point is to make heaven, I mean, earth look like heaven. What is that? Influence. Influence. Okay. I hear you. I hear you. And and that's your, that's your basically life that's objective. Hands, I love people. Heaven is full of love. Hey, if you want to see heaven, come see Sina. Okay. I use that pickup line on girls too. Uh, I, it's a weird thing for you I'll to take it to pickup line. <laughs> take it to uh, heaven, bro. <laughs> I uh, hear girl, you. You want to see heaven? Yeah. <laughs> Come You're to me. Right now. <laughs> Aye. That's what heaven and, looks like. And then how did how did um like I was saying you got married when you were very deep in how comedy did already? I affect my com uh did you first of all just in material? Did <sighs> it change your material? You saying you wanna be yeah. Cleaned, you were dirty, and then you were clean. Was that part of it? You having a kid and being married? Uh, I don't know. It was before. So uh, before I got married, you know, I was uh, I was a lost nigga. I was a street nigga, man. Yeah. But in in my streetness, I always ask my question: When is this gonna end? Because I knew it was temporary. My, I always tell my wife this. I mean, the industry is like, man, I don't think this is a life I can live. Was it tiring? And it was just vain. Not uh, tiring. It was. It was, was nothing. It was like, there's nothing here. This, it's, it gives you a thrill, but it's a temporary thrill. It comes and it goes. It's like drugs, you know. It's like drugs, you know. I mean, drugs are pretty great, so. Yeah, I'm not sure in Cape Town that's a great way for you to <laughs> tell people to go away. This is drugs. bad, folks. It's like cocaine. They're like, you need that rush in. with drugs, and then yeah. it weighs off. You need more. So, same thing. So, yeah. When it came to comedy, obviously getting married, you mature, you obviously want to make it as real as possible. So you have to tell those stories. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's in almost every comic that you see that gets married that like, moves on in life. They're trying to tell those stories because obviously people can relate and all of that. 
Um, but did it affect my driving comedy or <clears throat> it probably broadened it, you know, made it wider. Mm. Okay, cool. Now I can advance. Now when I go out to comedy, I'm like, okay, cool. I actually kind of want to pave way for my son. But at the same time, I don't want my son to bask in my glory. I want him to make his own glory. I want uh. my son to be still stubborn that when people say, oh, you are, you know, you see my son. Like, yeah, he's my dad, but not like that. Like, I'm, I'm paving my I, own this, way. This, this is my own history. Although my influence is going to kind of lift him up a bit, but I don't want him to. Interesting. On him to build his own foundation, yeah. and and I and it's great when they have that drive. Like I was reading an article recently about Obama's daughter changed her name, like they just because people will research and find you out. They saw because she wrote like she's in. I know now she's one of the writers. She wrote episodes in Swarm, the latest Donald Glover thing. She's been doing stuff, but people didn't know it was her because oh, she was okay. just getting in on merit and yeah, and just yeah. change. Because if you say you're Obama. It's already so. I like that yeah, of yeah, of having your kid pave his own way. Because I feel like if he busts on my own grade, then he's not really living to his full potential. He's kind he's, of bouncing off. You always obviously gonna be yeah, the original I you. Him up and then he's just doing ten percent when he can do ninety or or 100. yeah. So I actually wish it's it's just shame. Obviously, he's gonna kind of he's gonna go to you know private schools and and stuff like that is. I hope he doesn't turn out spoiled. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get him. He's gonna hustle. I will not Mbappe give him project. Yeah, yeah. project Mbappe. Yeah, yeah. I, I, want, I just want, I wanna bring him the. So those next six years for me, I'm gonna actually five years because it's one now. I, I wanna dig hard on that foundation because mm. after he goes that he might go astray, but he will never forget the foundation. Yeah, that was the thing about me. How I was raised, hardcore in church. I went astray, but I didn't forget the foundation. So and the foundation brought me back. So whatever I built and don't traumatize that, the child, please. Yeah. No. Don't. I, <laughs> I keep praying so that I can raise him well. So whatever yeah, yeah. foundation I built, I mean whatever house I built on that foundation, the house fell away, but the foundation came is back. Is there you so can now build I'm like always rebuilding, okay. but the foundation stays the same. So the foundation is the most important. Even in psychology, the first six years, they shape your uh your philosophy for the rest of your life. Which first six years is the foundation of a human mind, so wherever you turn out to be after, it's from the first six years. Mm. Funny enough, of a human. So hence, it's it's very very important for you. And a lot of and that's where the first six years are usually the most fucked up for a lot of kids, where they just getting neglected and stuff, and then boom, you have a serial killer. True. Fifteen years. But I don't know. It's gonna be hard. Also, in the next five years, my career is also gonna like go big. Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna be present enough that much. There'll be a lot of traveling. There'll be a lot of touring. There'll be a lot of you know, fame and stuff. And those are challenges on its own. Money, fame—that's access to money. Fame brings obviously more money. Brings a lot of attention. I don't know. I hope what I've gone through in life is preparing me for that to be like. Nah, I've, I've known it. I have enough but now foundation. It's actually just now at that. another level, a more yeah. amplified level, spotlights. Yeah. So, hence, I'm glad I got married now. My wife can always help me. My wife can always ground me. Hence, how okay. I love talking about relationship. Your wife is your partner, man. Your wife is. It's a thing. 
No, that's that's good because like comedy is such a a so a solo pursuit. Like it's such a lonely thing you got in this, and I'm not even talking about it just on a philosophical level, but just on the day to day grind of going out in clubs and you come back home, it's just empty, and then you go to work whatever. So it's I, I'm interested in what it's like on that side. Where you have a partner who is just as because you guys are married, you t- she's as invested in you making it yeah. as you are. Like I can't even comprehend that. Uh, I hope I'm answering the question by saying this. It's a very good question, uh, but I also let me think. I try not. Are you in a way asking how important a partner is in the career? But. Yes, how important a pun. And do you feel like, because you've had, I, I, that's why I love that you've done comedy w- without being married. Because you have sort of, even though of course now you've grown, so there's a lot of that, but you have experience of both. Would you say it's better? Because of course also being married and does have a kid, it does time-wise, I would guess a bit take you away mm-hmm. from that stuff. You can't just be, and a lot of comedy is just being there even if you're not doing stage, but just being there. So I'm saying, is it a good trade-off? Having that partner who supports you in your career and all of that, is it a good trade-off for you not... Because comedy, a lot of it is in the streets, especially when you still open micing. Dude, no one going to Transtown on it. It's like, you know, it's like those weird... So is it a good trade-off from what you see and what you experience? Uh, <clears throat> I'll also answer it in this way. It'll be interesting to read the comments of the people if they actually understand this. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, um, you heard that if you married and maybe you're in any, not just comedy, maybe any comedy that's hard to rise up in music, whatever, and you have experience of it before a partner and after a partner, just let us know how it was like for you and if it made things better or it made things more challenging. Cool. So we'll go back to the foundation. Yeah, foundation of relationships. Okay, if then if I'm explaining the foundation, let me actually explain the beginning. Then I'll get to the marriage part. Yeah, uh, relationships. Why is uh, your partner the most important thing? Also because of foundation. Because um, so we just had a dude in the boxer coming through the screen. Yeah, <laughs> it's what they know is on high pass, quality productions in his boxes, bro. <laughs> Did you have a hard on, bro? <laughs> oh, God, I edit that part out. <laughs> when he sees that, it triggers him to him. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so, yeah. uh, let them have, uh, yeah, men create, yeah, the, the, the human relationship was obviously built on one person. God created Adam and he was given everything. And Adam was happy, was in his prime. He was enjoying naming animals, dominating the earth. He didn't even realize that he needed, because everything was in pairs. He didn't even realize, oh, what about He's me? the only one who's And solo. then, but if you read the foundation book, he said, and God said, it is not good for my nigga to be alone. Yeah. So I will make him another. Here's why the wife is important. Man, women come equipped. Women are amazing. Sorry, uh, you're asking questions that I like. So <laughs> whenever I'm alone, I'm thinking about this thing. I always take them deeper, 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 deeper. Go I in, my like, Women are amazing. I agree with you there. Women are amazing. Yeah, I love women. 
Is this a problem I used to love a bit more than five minutes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I learned to love them. I'm learning to love them now. Now as my sisters. Yeah, yeah. You know, not, and you've reserved a, that type of love for your wife. Not as a sexual target now. Yeah. That has been a long journey. Maybe in another part two podcast, we can go deeper in that. <laughs> Sim Sima. Yo, <laughs> we, need to, we need to cut it short now. But we uh, did, next two. time you came to, do you know when next you're coming back? In, in, in April. Dude, I'll, I'll definitely sit down with you. Job. Have a part two. There's so much. There's so many I'll, things I'll, we started I'll, I'll and love, didn't I'll go deep. I love your questions. And yeah. these are the things I think of every single day. And um, hence, for people to actually answer. We could have answered it through Christianity. But Christianity has just been tarnished. Yeah. I, I don't want to answer through Christianity. I want to answer Christians do better. Natural That's way. what Sima is saying. Yeah. yeah. Christians are not my fans right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. As much as I... I yeah. Uh, I'd rather sit with the, with the gay guy than sit with the Christian. Yeah. You, he did say he loves niggas. So... <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you man thank you for coming to you actually the first guest here so this might be awkward in how it turns out or weird no so problem. I hope it's it's fine uh, thanks Rowan for recording just yeah, mentioning man, your name because you're the, the man behind <laughs> cheers <laughs>